0: One of the colleagues, one of my staff colleagues, Emily Linneman, who 's executive director, and who unfortunately couldn 't be here today she 's ill uh, she 's very disappointed because she was very much an architect of this we, uh, and Emily is a, a Shakespeare scholar in her own right, and so we we had a route around and we found a, few, a quite a large number of boxes of, of uAC 's archives <coughs> um, meeting minutes sort of Odd letters, um, programmes for annual conferences, all all sorts of things. And um, Emily and I started to look look through this together, and and she was particularly interested in looking at questions of cultural values and funding around cultural values. Um, And I was quite interested in a bigger project led by some French scholars on the genealogy of European studies um, and so Emily actually did a sort of a quick sweep through the, through the minutes and what have you and that turned into an initial article and, and since subsequently we've, we've written a, a paper together that's Supposedly going to be published by French (coughs) scholars when I can track them down, Um, and so that was so. so This sort of came out of a a scholarly interest. That was really the first stage. And while we were looking through the boxes, um, we found out that the first meeting of what is today UACES was the first of December, nineteen sixty-seven. That means that in two thousand and seventeen, UACES will celebrate its fiftieth anniversary. And so that first stage of looking at the archives. Gave gave us the sort of impetus to um, organise what we're now what we've sort of put in place as a a series of events around our 50th anniversary. Of course, back then, I suppose we could have imagined that there might be something called Brexit. And and so, you know, 2017 is both our 50th anniversary and the the, the year in which the UK has triggered its uh, intended withdrawal from the EU. So either that's some kind of irony or 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 not, but. So that's the first point, really, is that this this event is part and parcel of the way in which we're trying to mark and commemorate 50 years of an association that was founded, if you think about it, in 1967, before the UK joined the EU. And it was founded by a group of scholars who were, quote, concerned about um, the UK's relations with, quote, the continent. Um, And it was uh, academics, a small group of were interested. So that was really the first part of the project. The second part was in 2015. I had the fortune to come and spend three months here in the Robert Schumann Foundation, uh, courtesy of uh, Bridget Laffan and colleagues. And while I was there, I, I wandered over here and had the good fortune to meet Dieter. And um, this is my memory anyway, you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. And we discussed this and so on, and it's thanks to Dieter and his, his colleagues here at the, at the Historical Archives that we, uh, I, think, I think I'm right in saying that we, we decided it would be a great idea if these archives and boxes Emily and I had sort of, by then, put somewhere where we hoped to be safe, we thought that really we owed it to, to the sort of past 50 years to, to deposit them somewhere with professionals, um, and so the second stage really was coming to an agreement with with Dita and colleagues who have incredibly generously arranged for the deposit, the shipping, and so on, and now the archiving and indexing of our of our archives. And I'm extremely grateful. <coughs> we extremely on behalf of UACES to you and your colleagues for that. Um, and it took me ages, I don't know why, to kind of find everything and work out, work out how to send it through DHL, and I, I, it, it just took a long while, but we did it. And I'm glad, because one of the things we found in the bigger project with the French colleagues was that at some point... Um, some of the uh, the archives for a, a sort of roughly equivalent French body had gone up in flames and that really sort of galvanised me into getting me somewhere nice and safe and, and more importantly I suppose just as important as custodians somewhere where they could be accessible. Um, and then the third really and final stage was that with Emily uh, we applied for Jean Monnet project funding to, to the European Commission and we were successful for, so our project is Europe in the past, Europe in the archives, Europe in the future and it was thanks to that funding that we were able to then uh, work towards this this particular event here this this third event and um, so on that note just to, hopefully that was helpful background, um, I'd like to reiterate my thanks to uh, Dieter and colleagues here but also Bridget Laffin and her colleagues who you'll meet tomorrow um, <coughs> at the uh, Robert Schumann Foundation and I'd like to thank Emily, I'm really sorry she can't be here, but my other colleagues in the UAC staff, so Helena who's here and Josh who's outside, for bringing this together. And now I'm going to stop and pass to you. Thank you, Dita. <coughs> Thanks, Helen.
1: Yes, in fact, uh, my memory is the same. <laughs> uh, we just met, uh, like, uh, as you may find, you may know, this is rather a small archive, so we're not. Uh, a big institution where hundreds of people uh, researchers would come We're a more familiar place so we talk to each other. I usually uh, if possible uh, talk to those that come across or come around that I find in the reading room um, where they are from, what are their research uh, projects and uh, so I uh, bumped into Helen uh, while she was here visiting Villa Salviati and looking what this place is about and then we started talking and it ended up with a, with a deposit now, um, it very often, in fact, it, it works like this. So uh, I don't know if you had the time or if you had the experience with the historical archives of the European Union, which is on one side the place, the, the institutional archive of all EU institutions, bodies and agencies. So we have a very highly official mission and in keeping all the official papers from the, in all the institutions of the EU. But then on the other side, we, as you know, the, uh, the whole project uh, of European integration is very complex. Uh, it's much more complex than just uh, the EU body. So you have various other institutions that uh, work around the same project, uh, just to mention the Council of Europe, historically even OECD, uh, and many other important bodies, European Space Agency, if we want to see Europe in space. And various other aspects so the mission of this archive has expanded long time ago already to uh, not only concentrate on EU institutions but also to, to grasp as much possible uh, the heritage, the documentary heritage on European in, uh, construction and this includes in fact uh, associations movements uh, of any kind it can be uh, legal journals it can be foundations scientific European foundations can be European Space Agency, an almost public body. Um, so we were obviously open to receive uh, the Oasis archives, not only to save them from Brexit and to whatever might happen afterwards, but uh, obviously to to give them a place and to also get our hands on uh, various collections, as as I said. Uh, to understand uh, european integration it 's not enough to look only at the political bodies. we have to look at uh, the scientific part at the uh, European studies, their contribution um, to um, to this large field of European contemporary history. Now, um, another <coughs> element, and here coming a little more to the to the British side, uh, we are very grateful of the British uh, entry into the European communities because without the British accession in '73, these archives would never exist, at least uh, uh, we could think in these terms, uh, because it was in fact the, the, British, um, uh, the British civil servants that entered into the European Commission that uh, were reforming internal uh, routines that were the first ones to establish a proper registry archive system. So, And uh, there was a peer, Christopher Audland, uh, Deputy Secretary-General at the time, um, who, in fact, had the idea, together with many others, just recall, obviously, also Roy Jenkins, uh, president of the European Commission himself, historian. And uh, so, uh, I just want to quote from a book, from an autobiographical uh, sketch of um, of Christopher Audland, what he thought at the time about this archive, about to build this archive. So. Uh, the community's archives uh, the manual activity brought home to me not only that a uniform procedure was needed for handling mail and current archives throughout the commission's services but also that no thought whatever had been given to the eventual opening of the public uh, to the public of the community's historical archives the british have a good record in handling historic archives and i had grown up in this tradition it seemed to me that the Commission not only needed to develop a policy, but that it had a duty to be at least as liberal as the most liberal of the member states, which is obviously the United Kingdom. So uh, this was the mission of the British, uh, in this case, uh, civil servants of the the Commission at the time. And in fact, thanks to them, this place exists. Florence was immediately, at the very beginning, uh, the choice. Um, We have some relatives here in the room of the people that were highly involved at the time, Professor Ludlow, who was one of those who uh, pushed for having these archives here. So um, again, uh, thanks to this part of the European community that we are here. Now, um, two elements I wanted to add. One is that the, interestingly, Great Britain and the EU is one of the most researched uh, parts of European community, European Union history. Guess uh, why? It's very interesting. So, we had uh, the last year, we had the uh, the visit (coughs) of the official historian on European integration, uh, Sir Stephen Wall. He came to the EUI to give a talk on EU and Britain just before the referendum. So, obviously, the the first and uh, most important question after his talk was what will be the (coughs) vote? I don't remember what he said. Um, I have to look, look back into the writings on this but, uh, so we have here this volume uh, from Whitehall on the, on the glorious period uh, the liberation to the accession and then uh, until Wilson's uh, referendum and the yes vote it stops there we don't know what will come next but uh, the story obviously goes on <coughs> And um, so there is a lot of interest on Great Britain and the EU <coughs> and Florence is a place where this is in fact also studied. (coughs) Just to recall Alan Millward, (coughs) one of the most prominent historians, who was was here as professor. Uh, So we don't only host in Florence Theresa May uh, holding her Brexit speech, but we also have more profound... Uh, historical research here. Now a last aspect that I would like to mention is this one, this provocative uh, title of this exhibition that is currently traveling all over the world uh, at the occasion of the 60 Years Rome Treaties. Uh, We call the exhibition Ever Closer Union. It created some problems uh, not only on some member state side but also even at the Commission side. We thought it might be um, too offensive. Uh, to call uh, an exhibition Ever Closer Union, but uh, still we kept it as a title, <coughs> we finally got the agreement and it travelled to third um, such um, uh, um, remote places as South Africa, uh, South Korea, <coughs> Japan, uh, United States, uh, Australia Uh, it also went to the United Kingdom I must say Uh, the Scots were courageous enough to host it uh, in Edinburgh and Glasgow but it did not cross uh, the Hadrian Wall (coughs) so it stayed up in the north and uh, also on the Irish side it stayed in the Republic Uh, but this is probably as far as we're standing now 2017 uh, 60 years after what triggered uh, the whole process of uh, European integration and uh, the dream of this ever closer union. So I'm very much looking forward to our talks uh, today, to the various presentations and discussions, and obviously about uh, the thought: what what is the role of European studies uh, in in all this, and uh, um, and, and what kind of uh, was the impact, and uh, how will we go about it in the future? Uh, welcome, and uh, yes.